Broadcasting from the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. What do you imagine, Nick, I chose as the first song of 2021? If you could guess any song in the world. Uh, you say you want a revolution by the Beatles? <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting thought. It's off one of the white album, one of the great albums of all time. Dude, you are so overmodulated, I don't know what the deal is. Overmodulation? Massive overmodulation. Let's try um, now. Well, I am not doing anything different than I normally do. All right. We fixed it instantly, folks. We fixed it instantly. So you had a moment of overmodulation. Proper modulation. But now you have proper modulation. Proper, proper modulation. Uh, all right. So if it's not Revolution by the Beatles. It's, it's, uh, uh, it's, it's, um, it's regionally sent. Dirt, meaning it's something to do with uh, with uh, with where we are, where with our area. Atlantic City, by yeah, maybe a little broader than that, slightly broader than that, slightly, slightly broader than that. Broader, hmm. Not city level, maybe not even county level. You said on the county level. I said maybe not city level, maybe not even county level. <laughs> State level. Oh, so Nick knows his order of operations. Yeah. Uh, so you're saying uh, maybe a what would have to do with New Year's though? That, that's what that, that's what's throwing me up. Does it have anything to do with the New Year's? Eh. Like first song of 2021. Yeah. Well, first song of season five of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast, folks. We've made it five seasons. Of bringing you trivia goodness. That's like a legitimate thing, Nick. You know what I mean? That's like we're much better at doing this now than we used to be. Season five. Um, I don't know. You got me. Let me out of this. The album is New Jersey. By Bon Jovi. Any any songs on the album New Jersey that might have relevance to 2021? You know, I mean, that's an album that I haven't looked at since 1989. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, not like, you know. Uh, I thought it was actually a great is, dad. Is just, Bad Medicine on that yes album? Yes, it is, Nick. <laughs> bad Medicine is on that album. Nick has somehow actually gotten the right song through all of those, even with the right <laughs> album he has picked. He has found it, yes. Bad Medicine. Yeah. We need some Bad Medicine, baby. Bring it on in 2021 so we can get back out in the Quizzo world. Or actually good medicine, preferably. Um, all right. Well, Somebody brought up a point that it was funny during the new year where all these, I mean, and I guess especially like celebrities were acting like 2020 was so, can't wait till the new year. But it's like, yeah, well, now it's 2021. and We, still can't, we can't do anything <laughs> still. But we're hoping at some point this year we will be able to. Exactly. It was, I, I don't think it's exactly Well, for celebrities, it's just like their whole so existence I mean, 20, is 20, interacting with each other. I, I do think, you know, 2022 20, looks like it's going to be great. Yeah, 2022, I'm, like, I'm uh, psyched for. <laughs> I'm psyched for next New Year's. I'm like, 
I just, you know what I look forward to? September of 2021, dropping my kids off at school. Right. Like if that's, that, that, that seems that's, reasonable. That's what I, yeah, that's the carrot dangling at the end of my stick. Is, is Right. It's like, all right, folks, we got through the longest two years of any of our existing yeah, lives. Let's hope it doesn't happen bad. again. The summer actually wasn't even that bad this year. I mean, some, summer, summer, you can kind of still do summer stuff outside. It's fine. But, uh, yeah, it's got to get gotta at least get through, I guess, April is where uh, that's what we're shooting. Is for, where it's folks. at. We're shooting for at least April. That's what we're hoping for here. All right. Well, uh, Nick, I am loaded uh, for the first Quizzo of the new year. We are very excited to have our Quizzo audience back. We hope to be out with you more and more and more in the coming year. Still working on thinking about doing some full virtual events. We're doing some for some colleges and things like that. So if you are interested in a weekly virtual Quizzo, write us or tweet us at uh, info at QuizzoTrivia.com or tweet us at uh, play Quizzo Trivia uh, Instagram we have as well, and and let us know that you would be down for that. We don't know exactly what to do with it. Do we charge five bucks a team? Charge ten bucks a team? Do we charge something and then give I, a prize? I think it'll depend on how you many know. teams, Drew. I think it'll depend. On right. Well, teams. well, it's it just. But if comes... there's one team, we'll probably charge about five hundred. That's not quite how it goes. Then we'll start dividing it up based on how many There you go. For each team, we'll start with $500. For every team you add, it it halves. Maybe we'll do it for a bucket team. There's a number we got to get to. That's pretty funny. However you guys want to divide it up. Yeah, right, right, right. If we could have 10 teams at 50 bucks. Right. Uh, right. You know, there's a lot of ways to do that. So but we are we are trying. It's just difficult to uh, pull off logistically for a variety of different reasons. But uh, we, we are still here doing the Quizzo podcast for you. So if you can't get to a Quizzo show because yours is still uh, currently shut down, please, like I said, let us know. We'll, we'll see what we can do. And uh, uh, we certainly are appreciative of the places that are still running the game, even during these difficult times. Uh, which you could find quizotrivia.com. All right, and if Nick. you're down in Florida and you're fully open, then uh, you know, hit us up and we'll yeah, if you know other bars, other place. places that are open that that we My can bring in. My friend sent me a picture. He took the month of January and uh, rented a place down in Florida because kids are virtual. He yeah. can work from anywhere anyway. Yeah, yeah. So no. goes to Florida for a month. Sends me a picture from Happy Hour. The other, this was during the right. You would think the there whole, is no uh, pandemic. Raid on the Capitol. No pandemic. They got live music. The place is packed. I mean, it was. I was like, now that, now you know, that is happening. Right. Yeah. So there you go. And uh, people are getting the vaccine there because uh, we're we're aware of that at least. So, all right. Um, let's uh, let's get into the trivia because that's what people are here for, not our conversations about the weather conditions in a different state. Um, which, by the way, I'm going to Florida. I'm driving down uh, for an extended period of time in February. Yeah, why not? I mean, might as well drive. No rush, right? No. no where to go. <laughs> What's the difference? No. Whatever time to take a long road trip. Uh, no rush. Yeah, now is the time. No rush. Go see the country. Go see the <laughs> state parks. That's a great uh, Geico commercial. It's just like... That guy gets on a motorcycle. He's like in some office job. He's just like on one of those bikes that's got that balancing mechanism. Um, all right. We have so much trivia to get to, Nick. I, I have at least three questions in the first round, and um, some of them are fairly interesting. I got this one's kind of like a, a nothing. I could throw that one away, but I'm going to start you with, with this one because it's a story more so than anything else. 
Nick, the band Klaatu gained fame in the 1970s when it was rumored they were really what group? Klaatu? Klaatu. Klaatu. K-L-A-A-T-U. With their hit song, Calling All the Interplanetary Something or Others. I I have no clue, so I'll just say the Beatles. Yes. Yes, you're correct. Yes, that is correct. (laughs) So the the origin story of this is, uh, is, is crazy. So there's this band. They put out an album, and it's it's a little Beatles sounding, right? Like you hear this this hit. I wish I could play it for you, but you can't hear the songs that we play through there. I'll I'll give the uh, I'll give the the audience a taste so they can get it because because I can just pop this up here for a minute. But it's it's definitely got a little bit of a Beatles vibe, and uh, you know almost kind of like a Sergeant uh, Peppersy. I don't know. It's not. It's definitely knockoff Beatles at best. Anyway. This album comes out, and uh, there's no credits on it. No producers listed, no singers listed, no musicians listed. Everything is Klaatu. Songs by Klaatu, album Klaatu, band Klaatu. Well, gets on a, a radio station. Guy goes, I don't know anything about this band, but they don't have anything listed there. Maybe it's the Beatles back together, right? Just sort of says it as a joke, okay? Rumors start to spread. This is days before the internet. Right, so all of a sudden, all these DJs and independent stations start picking this. Seventy six. Okay, all right. So they've been broken up for a while. Yeah, yeah, but they're all still making albums. Yeah, they're all right. They're all doing their solo stuff. They're all they're all active, successful. So uh, let's see what uh, if I could get the exact. Yeah, nineteen seventy six, August nineteen seventy six. So that's when this came out. And here's the kicker: the uh, record company that picked up the album, Capitol Records. That's who controlled the Beatles albums. Okay. So people so are same like, record company. right? So people are like, a totally, you know, same record company, a very Beatles sound, a very, uh, and, and all this mystery, um, and it went everywhere. And then it turned out it was just three Canadian dudes that were in this band. They were nothing like the Beatles. They just didn't like having their names attached to stuff because they didn't know if it would be any good or received well or anything. Uh, And, you know, the second they came out and identified themselves as them and not the Beatles, like, disappeared off the face of the earth. (laughs) That's a horrible name. I mean, that that name is maybe the worst name. Well, it's not even good stuff, too. Like, you go listen to this album, you're like, anybody that thought this was the Beatles is an idiot. Like, there must have been just a lot of drugs being done and people are thinking, well... I don't know. I mean, like, I guess if the Beatles were all drugged out and didn't sound like they were good anymore. <laughs> yeah, the Beatles did that drug. Like, they had those, you know, few great albums that they made at the end of the '60s. But then, once they got into their own individual music, it was very popular. This yeah. is the best part of the song, and and it, when you hear it back on the Quizzo podcast, it'd be like, this is the the Beatlesy part. You might even like it, actually. It's actually kind of groovy, now that I'm hearing it in my headphones. Not the worst thing I've ever heard, and it def- you'll definitely hear it. There's like a um, day in the life kind of kind of vibe going on there. But Yeah. 
Yep. Klaatu. So there's the story of Klaatu. And I don't know what they're up to these days, but they were not able to tour on the success of interplanetary, calling in, <laughs> calling occupants of interplanetary. Um, by the way, like six people covered that song <laughs> after Klaatu because of the Beatles thing. I think like the Carpenters did a cover of it or something. I was reading like all about this story. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a thing for for a minute. Uh, it's a it's a great gimmick. It's a horrible band name, but it's, it's a great gimmick to not release your credits and then try to sound like the Beatles and get all that buzz. Yeah, no, I I would definitely uh, I I would definitely agree. But uh, I just I think it's hysterical. Um, they name themselves after the alien who visits the Earth in the day the Earth stood still. In case you were curious, what Klaatu is. <laughs> hmm. That's something. Hmm. All right, Nick, what do you I, have? I thought they were just making names up. Uh all right. I got something to start you off with. There here. is a guy in the band whose name is D Long, though. So that's kind of cool, because like D Long, you could do something with that. <laughs> yeah, you could. <laughs> D Long. <laughs> it's exactly. I, I I think of that uh that guy that Long uh, D. That right, that long comma D. That uh, porn star guy who passed away that was making the rounds for memes. Did you ever see him just sitting on the edge of the bed? It's this gigantic uh, African American dude who, who sadly yeah, passed that, away. Yeah, oh, that guy died. Yeah, that guy's dead. Yeah, he was he uh, was dead really... before he even got famous. Isn't that sad? Oh, I didn't I didn't realize that. Yeah. He uh, my my cousin just sent me a text. Yeah, we're on a text chain. Few of us and. He's like, uh, here, here's the thing to sign up for the um, the COVID vaccine. Yep, and it's that and picture. Immediately, my other immediately my other cousin writes, "Don't click that." <laughs> <laughs> here you go. Yeah, and he's. I immediately thought of my man. Yeah, that, that guy. You're, that you're speaking. Of. Yeah, that I didn't guy. realize he was a. I didn't realize he was a porn star. I thought he was just like yeah. He was he was a uh, a male. He he was um he wasn't just a porn star. He was a uh, he he played both sides of it. So, uh, the the funniest one one of those that I saw was uh, this was early uh, during the virus and you know when all the nurses were doing things together and there was a picture of like all of these nurses. And he was in the corner. <laughs> yeah. So you're like kind of looking yeah, at yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, like, what are all these? 30 seconds or right. so. And yeah. you're like, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, my gosh. The one, that, the one that's yeah. making the rounds from yesterday. Um, the one that's making the rounds from yesterday is him on the, uh, the, the bench of the vice president seat in the U.S. Capitol building. It's like all the chaos is going on. He's just sitting there. <laughs> They're like, "What's underneath that desk, buddy?" Uh, yeah, well, it's good to know people have a. Uh, there's a whole backstory on him, by the way. He's got like a. Uh, he's got a, a name and such, so you could, you could look him up. I, I don't want to know anything more than I already know. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, it's already, already been enough. Too much. Yeah, he was a bouncer, uh, and uh, somebody uh, noticed him, and uh, <laughs> it's like a boogie night story. Of coming to fame. Anyway, uh, what else? Or is my question now to you? I got a good one here. Um, this actually, I'm just going to ask you this. I think you know this. I just want to test this question. This isn't something that's going to be part of um, uh, 
you know, my, my question to you, this is more of like a should I even put this in there. Do you know what a sheep shank is? Or I'm sorry, a sheep, yeah, a sheep shank is a type of what? A sheep shank? Yeah, I hope I'm pronouncing like, like that right. Like a sheep, the animal that you would uh, get wool off of? Let me just make sure that I'm pronouncing it right. And that's... Because I'm thinking, like, like a lamb shank is something I would order at a restaurant. Yes, sheep shank. It's not food. No, a sheep shank is a type of what? It's funny how lamb is delicious, yet nobody eats sheep, right? I wouldn't eat a sheep. Or is that mutton? Mutton. Oh, that's terrible. Sheep, right? is that what that's terrible. Is? I don't want to eat a sheep or a lamb, to be honest with you. I know lamb's delicious, but it's just, they're so cute. I'm not giving up lamb. Cuddly, like, I don't know. Yeah, I know. I try to stay away from them altogether so I don't have to think about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I suppose I understand that. But, like, there's certain animals that I just don't <laughs> want to, uh, I'm not interested in. Like, chickens, I just feel like should be eaten because they, they contribute nothing. Nobody's like, oh, my pet chicken is so right. friendly and cows. cute. Yeah, cows are cute, I guess, kind of. Cows are the same way. They'd be extinct if it wasn't for the cattle. I mean, cows wouldn't have made it through evolution. Oh, are you kidding, kidding me? Wouldn't have made it. <laughs> Please. See that lion over there? Oh, my God. It's having yeah. a field day. I watched a gazelle do, like, a juke move on a lion, which was, like, a popular uh, video. That was absolutely incredible. And the gazelle, like, does this, like, Barry Sanders, like, you know, crack back the other way, and the lion just goes roaring right past it, and then it darts in the other direction. <laughs> a cow wouldn't even <laughs> – a cow couldn't even get itself up. <laughs> Please, sitting there. Dinner for the lion. Yeah, you notice there aren't herds of cows roaming around the plains of Africa. No, <laughs> no, no, no. They've all been already corrected. Uh, devout. No, man, I don't know what a sheep shank is. It's a knot. A sheep shank is a, a simple knot mm. used uh, for shortening rope. It's a double loop at a half hitch at each end. So, yeah. All right, might be too hard. Yeah, you'd think with all of my uh, nautical practices, I would know more about uh, knot tying. But, like, I've found that, like, there's two knots that I like, and I just go with them for everything. Okay. Oh, it's, a it's a legitimately like, diff difficult question. But what I might do is make that multiple choice. What What do you think uh, Sheepshank is? Uh, like, like, give me things that are it's not. Yeah, well, sheep a Sheepshank being, like, a... Uh, you know, the hind leg of a sheep or something like that, you know. Uh, a traditional dinner served in Amsterdam. How's that? <laughs> Netherlands. <laughs> or New meal. Zealand, whichever one. Yeah, <laughs> traditional <laughs> New Zealand dish or a citadel? <laughs> I don't know, a province... In Iran, it's a knot. A weapon used a weapon used in jails. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> this, folks, is how we do multiple choice live on the air for you. Yeah, it's either a knot, a traditional New Zealand dish, or a province in Iran. Nick, what do you have for me? 
All right, well, when I try to come up with these, like, you know, literature question stuff, I, I like things that we all had to read in high school where people usually have, you know, somewhat of a knowledge of or remember a little bit about it. Now, this one I know I had to read, but I don't know that I would have known this off the top of my head here. See if you remember this. Shakespeare's A Midsummer Night's Dream is set in the woods near what city? Now, when I think back on this, I, 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 I thought this was like a fairy tale. Like, I didn't realize it was actually took place near a city. But uh, it actually opens up in this city, the, the play. Yes, it like Genoa? What's that? Is it Italy? Somewhere in Italy? I don't know. Maybe I'm just thinking Merchant of Venice. But like Puck, isn't Puck part of Midsummer Night's Dream? Yes. Okay. So, yeah. I. I, a fairy, right? Right. But, uh, yeah, so I was thinking like Genoa, Italy or something like that. Like some. No, nothing. I don't even I don't even really remember it. I really need to bone up on Shakespeare. That's that's. uh, So it it opens up and they're in like downtown Athens. No way. Okay. Yeah, and then they walk into the woods, and they fall asleep. You know, type, and then they have that. You know, a Midsummer Night's Dream and all the action that takes place in the woods. They account as you know to being a dream. So did it really happen, or was it a dream? That's sort of the. Right, just That's like the, sort of the just story, like but... the just like the ending to uh, uh, Total Recall. <laughs> Did it happen, yeah, or is yeah. it just the dream? Based on a Midsummer Night's Dream, <laughs> right? Total Recall, Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. I'm sure it was pitched that way too. We're going for a Midsummer's Night's Dream ending here. People in the Hollywood room are like, "A what?" Shakespeare, it's like West Side a Story, who? based on Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Uh, no, I had no Jungle idea that it was Land. Athens, Greece, but that's fantastic. Uh, also, I should have known that. Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, you'd figure Shakespeare would have been very much in tune with ancient Greece as, as a as a ground because he definitely used ancient Rome, and there was a lot of uh, a lot of historical documents. There's actually a very famous book called. Uh, the parallel lives of uh, famous Greeks and Romans, and and the author who was um, I think it was Plutarch, uh, did like a chapter on a famous uh, like Caesar, and then a chapter on a famous Athenian, and then a chapter on a famous Spartan, and then a chapter on a famous Roman. It was very very cool the way they did it. It was like they, he found like uh, people that were very similar to each other, like three hundred years apart. Um, so. Let's see what else do I have at you? I gave you clot two. Oh, this is good. This is a bonus question. It's lighthearted and fun. Uh, Representing, and then we'll go to sports. Representing blue and yellow, which two original Clue characters are not colors in their last name? Almost all of them are colors, except two characters. Huh? I, you know, I didn't really, re- I didn't realize this. All right. Yeah, Clue is something, I, uh, I didn't play this as a kid, and I know people love the movie, and I was going to watch the, I was trying to watch the movie a couple of years ago. I couldn't find it on any uh, of the streaming systems. It's a great movie. Have you seen that movie, Clue? Oh, yeah, I grew up with it. I've seen it a hundred times. It's great, right? It's a great movie. Yeah, yeah people so, love that. I, I don't know how it just missed me in uh It's a great cast. Childhood. I believe Martin Mull is part of that cast for some reason. I don't know why he sticks out in my head. You remember right, Martin so, Mull? So, like... So is it Colonel Mustard? Yes, Colonel Mustard is one of them. Correct. I figure that's the one. Jack Mustard, by the way, is his name. 
Okay, and then is there a Professor Plum? Yeah, but Plum's a color. Oh, Plum is a color. Okay. Will you read the question one more time for me? Sure. Representing blue and yellow, which two original Clue characters are not colors? So you got one. Jack Mustard is yellow. All right. That's why I missed the blue and yellow. That's it. Okay. Gotcha. So Mustard is yellow and representing blue. That's why, you know, because it's I, – I added the extra layer of information so people can't be like, well, Plum's not technically a color. So, you know. Okay. All right. So that that's I, – I fell right into what you were expecting to happen because Plum – that did stick out to me. So it's another character, and their name represents blue. Hmm. The sky, but that doesn't seem familiar. Ocean, sea, uh, blue. Um, hmm. 1985 was like right before movies started to get good, too. Like, they were, it was like, right. Yeah, it was five years away from uh, Goodfellas. Yeah. Which really kicked off that. Well, that no, 90s. I mean, like, even like Back to the Future was a gem. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there, there were some great 80s, all those 80s, uh, you know, low budget uh, teen dramedies were fine, but like, but like pre eighty five, like nineteen eighty four, the movie quality level was very minimal. It started to get much better. Yeah, the, but but my favorite comedies came from that era. The early eighties like, or the mid eighties, because the early eighties had like the Animal House and stuff like that. But yeah, like comedies, Caddy you don't Shad, need Blues Brothers, yeah, yeah. Stripes. Those those are all my favorite. Well, comedies. that's all late seventies, early eighties. But you don't need yeah. uh, great movie making for that. I'm talking more like action Vacation. adventure stuff. And all right, Nick. So you got to give the second part of that. Do you have? Uh... Yeah, it's a, I get, there's a Miss Scarlet, right? I yep. remember that. Yep. yep. No, I'm just going. Something white. White. I, I, for some reason, the there is a Miss White. Is just yep. A, Eluding me. Um, I really just don't have. Uh... Oh, all right. I'll say Sapphire. Nope. It's Miss Peacock. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I would not have gotten that. Yeah. Miss Peacock is, uh, she was the most, probably the most outrageous character in the, uh, in the movie. No spoilers. All right. What do you have? And then we can move on to sports or we can just move on to sports. It's up to you. Yeah, I've got a, uh, I got one that could go both ways. So it's like a general knowledge and a sports question. Great, love those. We love every year the bowls come out, and we like to target these ridiculously named bowls, right? My favorite. <laughs> so what mayonnaise company has a bowl? The Hellman's Bowl. No, no. There's another mayonnaise company. <laughs> Miracle a- Whip. I never heard of this company. I've never heard <laughs> Miracle Whip. I didn't even know what it was. This is great marketing because I'm like, I, what? And now I'm like, I got to try this mayo. I didn't know that such a mayo existed. Yeah, so Wisconsin uh, defeated Wake Forest 42-28 in the Duke's Mayo Bowl. The Duke's Mayo Bowl. No, no idea. <laughs> Absolutely no idea. I did not know that Duke's was anything other than, don't they make beans? Isn't Duke's a beans oh, company? That, no, that's uh, you're thinking of Bushes, right? Bushes baked beans. I, I thought there was also a company called Dukes. I thought Dukes I was like knockoff Bushes. Called, this company is called Dukes Mayo. Like, Dukes Mayo. Don't know nothing about them, but you got a bowl, so we'll look you up. Dukes Duke mayonnaise, mayonnaise, the secret to great food. It is. It's the secret to great food. <laughs> 
I never heard anybody mention it in my life. <laughs> it's been around since 1917 out of Greenville, South Carolina. That's incredible. Yeah, they should, uh, our boys, uh, uh, Greenville FC should get Duke's Mayo on the front of there. <laughs> that, that, there's your sponsor. Yeah, right they're, they're, doing, they're doing bowl games. They could cut you a check for some jersey space. Duke's Mayo. Send me a jar. <laughs> That's, I'm, I mean, it's, I'm interested. They play the game at, at Bank of America Stadium in, in Charlotte, North Carolina. That's an NFL stadium since 2002. Yeah, that's a big – that's the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Let's go, Dukes. All right, we just gave you free advertising. How about Quizzo sponsor? And they get an ACC team and either an SEC team or a Big Ten team. Yeah, those, are, those are good fans. It was originally the Queen City Bowl. Yeah, this whole you know, bowl, the whole bowl the system City. is very puzzling to me. It's like, hey, we're going to pick a random partner to play in a meaningless game to get our fan bases excited and spend a bunch of money. Well, this is the first year it's been called the Duke's Mayo. Bowl. Of course it is. So. <laughs> Otherwise, we would have talked about this last year when do you, you, do when you, you found the Do you remember the Meineke Car Care? Of course. Do you remember the Meineke Car Care Bowl? That, that's this bowl. Like, I remember them. the Continental Tire Chick-fil-A Bowl. Peach the Bowl. The Meineke Car The Belk Bowl. And, I remember the uh, Sun Bowl. I remember, I remember, uh, God, what was the name of that amazing running back for the Chiefs? Priest Holmes, right? Priest Holmes had yeah. like four touchdowns in a Sun Bowl game for Texas. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I mean, that, that, that. Against like North Carolina. Who that was, was like, one was from like, like our childhood when they were, when they were all like with the cotton and the pea. Yeah. Like, and the, oh, yeah. Well, the knockoffs were when it was anything other than the big ones. It was always like the sugar, the rose, the orange, the cotton. And then the, then there started to be like the Peach Bowl. And then there started to be, you know, all these like secondary. I remember the Minnesota State Screaming Eagles won the Pineapple Bowl, which was a very big deal <laughs> for Coach Hayden Fry. Or Hayden, uh, Hayden, uh, wasn't Hayden Fry. It was Hayden, Hayden something. Hayden. Wasn't Hayden Fry? I mean, you just said that. Now it's Hayden. No, Hayden Fry was the real one that he was based off of. But Hayden, okay. uh, Hayden, Minnesota Hayden. State. Let's see. Dick Van Dyke's brother was in that show, Jerry. Yeah, absolutely. He was the assistant coach, and then he had another coach named Dauber. Uh, all right, right. So- uh, that was, and then the women was it the woman's volleyball co- or the woman's basketball coach that was always involved? Yeah, because she was the uh, like you know she hated him because the men's team got all the right. All the love and she was, I, was she the basketball coach or the volleyball coach? I can't remember. Uh, God, I'll have to look it up. Um, Hayden, Hayden, Hayden. What was his name? Hayden Fox. Minnesota. Hayden Fox. <laughs> yeah, named after or, or uh, that that was actually an episode once. He goes to this coaching conference and he gets the wrong room. He gets Hayden Fr- uh, Fry's room, and oh, and he doesn't get a like. Uh, once the mistake gets corrected, he has no room, so he's got to stay with Dauber. <laughs> Just That's super funny. uncomfortable with the two of them. Who is Hayden Fry the coach of? Uh, Iowa. No, he was Iowa's coach for a long time. Yeah, that program's only had like two coaches. It was Hayden Fry and then the guy that's there now. (laughs) For some reason, they're able to keep their coaches even though they don't really win very much. Um, They do develop great offensive linemen, though. So, all right, let's... uh, Let's get some uh, sports to you. All right, uh, Nick, since 1957... 1957. Since 1957... Seven. How many playoff games have the Detroit Lions won? 
since 1957. How many playoff games? Oh my gosh. I'm just, I got to start by thinking have they won one in, since I've been watching football? Which goes back to, you know, about Barry Sanders. Did Barry Sanders never win a playoff game? It's possible. It's possible. Calvin Johnson, did he ever win one? I remember him being in there. Can't say I remember him winning one. Wow. Well, if you're asking a question like this, I I, I got to say it's almost 50-50. But I'm going to say one. One. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you are all over it. Barry Sanders won one playoff game. The, the one last, playoff game. The last playoff victory for the Detroit Lions, I think, was 29 years ago. And it was the oh, only oh and it was gosh. the only time since 1957 they won a playoff game. Yeah, I mean, can you just stop all like what what do they need to they need to move or something? I don't know what to I mean you had Matt Stafford who listen. The guy is no hero by any means, but the guy's a talent. To to have him and not win a single playoff game, uh, I mean, I, like like right now, the Redskins are in the playoffs. They were seven and nine, right? <laughs> like they don't even have a quarterback that's got two two legs to to work with. Hey, you couldn't win one playoff game, Matt Stafford, since the nineteen fifties. And Dominican Sue at one point, and and you know like. Uh, Slay and I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I've never like. All right. So this all came because Jet fans were talking about, is there anything worse than being a Jet fan? And somebody spoke up and was like, absolutely. Being a Detroit Lions fan is worse than being a Jet fan. And and somebody's like, how can you say that's worse than being a Lion? At least they got a fan base. It's like, yeah, they haven't won. They won one playoff game since 1957. You've been to two AFC championships in the last decade. They're not. It's not yeah. comparable. Yeah, it's not. It's not comparable. No, there's no, no. Even the Browns don't have much to I, stand on when you're talking about something like that. Oh uh, yeah. That's I mean, it's un- like that's a, it's a it's another world of pain and misery in terms of what your franchise I mean, has done. Lived and died as and, and to the and, and not like they died young. Like people have, no, have lived, lived and full died. lives and procreated <laughs> multiple life. generations, and they got one playoff win. One play right, like you could, you should be able to even blindly fall into a couple, right? Like just one weird season where you had a little run and got lucky. That's what that's what I'm saying. There's bad teams that make the playoffs sometimes. The Bears, Mitch Trubisky is in a playoff game. Yeah. You couldn't win more than one in since nineteen fifty seven. It's not comprehensible. Uh, it's and yet here it is. Uh, the the it's, it's it's a it's an absolutely remarkable statistic. It's an absolutely uh, remarkable, and, and it'll never be achieved again. I mean, I mean, we gotta ride this one for as long as we can because nobody will ever come close to this. I mean, yeah, I would imagine. I, I would no. imagine this is this is a different level of three years. Do you want a playoff game? One playoff game. <laughs> 63 years? Nah, we won't we won't we won't see that again. Well, so there you have it folks. Sorry, Detroit Lions. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you other than 
you know, if you haven't seen enough already, you know, just yeah, ninety ninety one. By the way, nineteen ninety one season. In case yeah. you're curious, they went twelve and four, so that was their year, and they won a playoff game. <laughs> and the best running back in the history of the game, and you got one playoff win with them. Yep, you had Herman Moore too on that team. He was pretty good. Oh man, That's... yeah, ninety one. That was just about as the Packers were about to come up. Absolutely. Let's see. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's crazy. They had uh, they lost to Washington forty five nothing week one, and still managed to have that kind of season. Nine and zero records at home, counting their playoff win. So that's pretty impressive. Who did? Do you have the win there? Who did they beat? Ninety one. Uh, let's see. Who, who did they lose to? Ninety one sounds like. Uh, was that the Cowboys yet? Uh, a little early for them. Let's see, uh, uh, number one seed Redskins. They were the two seed. So the Redskins crushed the Lions forty-one ten. Um, after let's see, oh the Lions, so the, the Lions beat the uh, Dallas Cowboys thirty-eight to six. How about that? They gotta hang their hat on that one. Troy Aikman was not playing in that game. He had gone down with an injury. Steve Berline was the quarterback. Yep. So just before the Cowboys got going. Yep. Boy, did they fall quick, those Detroit Lions. <laughs> that was impressive. Uh, who was their Who was their quarterback? Care to guess that? In 1991. Yeah. It was Rodney Pete. Oh, was it Rodney Pete? Might have been Rodney Pete. Good guess. Yeah, I know he was on the team. I just don't know if he was uh, uh, starting quarterback. Rodney Pete was lost for the season in the ninth game of the year. Eric Kramer. I would not have had that. And Andre Ware Andre finished Ware? the season. Ramaram. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. Memories. All right. There you go. Futility at its finest, folks. All right, so they announced that the NCAA basketball tournament will be held in what city? They're holding the whole tournament in one city. Oh, wow. Did you see this? No, I didn't. Yeah. Um, it's like an entire tournament going to be played in one city. Orlando? No. I did it the first time, the NBA. Yeah, that was a great guess. Now, now what city do you for some reason, associate most with the NCAA tournament. Like New Orleans? Um, no. no. Atlanta? Indianapolis. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Indianapolis. That makes sense because the downtown is all, it's like the combine, basically. Yeah. yeah, there you go. But, like, man, oof, could you imagine? Like, for the reporters that are covering it, imagine spending – I mean, There's a, a champ sports weeks. bar there, folks, that might still be open. <laughs> I, I suggest you get in good with the GM. Well, there's that one steakhouse that everybody goes to. Like, make right. your reservations now for the whole. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, you remember the name of that place? I don't. Do you? Yeah, it's um, uh, St. Elmo's. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's the. I was confusing. I was trying to think of the name of that place that we went to. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, St. Elmo's Steakhouse. There's also Prime Forty Seven. That's that's a pot. That's a that's a big one. Um, but the what, what was that great place we went to in Minneapolis? Remember what I'm talking about? That great steakhouse. It's not the- St. Elmo's. It's St. Elmo. St. Elmo. Not yeah, Elmo's. not the fire. St. Elmo is the steakhouse. Yeah. St. Elmo fire steak. Um, Do you ever have that uh, that uh, cocktail sauce from St. Elmo Steakhouse? No. To oh die for. Gosh. Great. To die for, literally, like literally, you might die from it. Yeah, it's, it's the it, hottest. Oh, it's <laughs> like, conceivable it the your mouth will spicy. burn. And I like spicy and hot. That stuff is. I was the first time taking it. Sir? The first time eating it, bartender being like, "Yo, take it easy with that stuff." And I looked at him like, "Dude, you're an a- like, what are you an asshole?" Like, <laughs> so what? And I, you're an <laughs> asshole. Holy shit! I will not like my. That's eyes the sausage king of Indianapolis. Out of my eye, my my head. Um, Do you think, right. like, still to this day, if you ask people who the sausage king of Chicago is, they would immediately get that answer? Abe Froman. Abe Froman, right? If I introduce myself as Abe Froman, can I get away with that these days? You know, I don't know, because, like, you know, we're getting to that point where I, I don't know with the younger generation. I don't think like I want to check into hotels under watch. Abe Froman. Anybody over the age of, like, maybe 35, maybe, I would say, would probably know. Right. There you go. That's how and old we are, And when I say are, anyone, folks. I mean... I mean, the 50, like, Anyone 50% relevant, of the right. people over the age of 35, maybe. All right. So uh, I still have a sports question for you, right? Yeah, I got one more sports for you, too. So okay, so here you go. More or less than 50%, Nick. The NFL accounted for what percentage of the 100 most watched broadcasts in 2020? More. 69%. Yeah, not, not even close. How about this? Not a single other sport had a single entry. It's crazy. 69 it's cra- of the 100 most watched programs in 2020 on television in the United States or NFL. It, it is crazy. I mean, you know, I watch like I so like I watch my favorite team every week. I, I didn't miss a game this year, which usually somebody's getting christened or something happens and I have to miss a game, but this was the first year in a while I didn't have to I didn't miss a game. Right. No, one's, no one's holding the When it comes to like when it comes to like you know Thursday night and I'm watching like the Jaguar, or I remember the Bengals Browns game this this year on a Thursday night and I'm watching. I'm thinking to myself, what am I doing am with I my life? What am I doing? Like how am I watching this? But it's on. But there's some. There's some, You know, and meanwhile, you know, of course, I have a lot of cash on the game, and, and that's what I you know I think a yeah, lot of it. Fantasy is just, players. Just... As we see gambling becoming legal throughout the country, we realize like how many people were gambling, and it's just we bet off. Football is just a great sport to bet on because it's a good watch. Even if your team, you know, trying to watch these NBA games, uh, tor- it's a torturous watch. I, I can watch the last five minutes of a close game. Dude, I had uh, I had money on the, uh, the, the Mavericks-Nuggets game last night. Mm-hmm. Dude, I turned it off. I, I turned it on with, like, Seven minutes left to go in the game. It still felt like eternity. It went into overtime. I went to bed. There you go. <laughs> I didn't even finish it. It's unwatchable. Whereas, like, I guess because of football, there just seems like there's urgency. 
Whereas, like, in the NBA, I'm like, are these guys even trying? Well, I just think it's such a short season, and there's so few games, and everything is so meaningful. It's just different. And it's also appointment television. Like, I know on Thursday at 8 o'clock there's a game on. Yes. I know what the game is. I know right. on uh, Sundays at 1, Sundays at 4.30. Sunday no, night, I am trained to know. Yes. Yes, yeah. it's, it's appointment television. I mean, the baseball playoffs, I can't even find them on television. I mean, no, I know it's like TBS playoffs, tonight, ESPN, what, Fox, and TNT, I'm what on, do we got? I'm right. on, oh, it's on Lifetime Television. Perfect. Yeah, World Series. I'm on, channel, I'm, on, I'm on some channel I, I didn't even know existed watching the I'm baseball. I'm on Spike the, Network watching the wild card game. And it's 2 o'clock in, in the, the af- morning, and it's like the 12th. Or inning, it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon on a Wednesday. <laughs> Right, they're bringing in like the third pitcher in the inning, and it's yeah. I'm like, ah, this game. Speaking of baseball, you must be a happy fella. You must be a happy fella waking up this morning well, with uh, your new look, my, New York Mets. I just made my first. I just made my first futures bet of the baseball. Oh, season, uh, you can imagine. Mets over. I got my. I've got my favorite player. Like, uh, I got love. my favorite player. That's pretty awesome. That's a pretty good trade they pulled off there. So it's just a matter yeah, of them spending. Guys, they're willing to spend. Two guys who play the same position as the best player at that position in baseball. Like, what you can't you can't have two guys playing that position, so you might as well no, makes trade sense. two of them for the one that does it the best, right? I I could not concur more. I think it was definitely a very good trade. Uh, and yeah. the Indians got rid of a lot of payroll and got younger, or whatever they're called, the Spiders. I'm going to call them the Spiders. Cleveland Spiders is a good name. Uh, all right, Nick, what do you have for me in sports? Then we'll move on to geography history. Uncle... Uncle Stevie can afford it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Stevie. That's how he's now affectionately known oh, as. Oh, yeah. He's Uncle Stevie. Uncle Stevie. Uncle Stevie. Buy me a player, it. Uncle Stevie. <laughs> Uncle Stevie. Talk to the Johnsons, Uncle Stevie. We'll get a Mets Jets <laughs> empire. I love Uncle Stevie. Because that's the first thing I do. I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, the first reaction is, what's his contract? And I'm like, oh, you know, oh, he's, oh, he's free. And I'm like, wait a second. I got Uncle Stevie now. Oh, wait a minute. He's a free agent, but Uncle Stevie ain't letting him out the door. I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, because I looked up Carlos Correa. Like, I look up his, and I'm like, all right, he's under a good deal, actually, for number three starter. Like, that's a solid. And I'm like, oh, man, Lindor's up in, uh, he's up next year. Oh, wait. Uncle Uncle Stevie. (laughs) I got Uncle Stevie now. I like it. Uh, Last one in sports. Uh, two for ten, all three for twenty. Drew, if you can name any three of the four wide receivers that have won the Heisman Trophy, two for ten, all three for twenty. If you can name any of the four wide receivers that have won the Heisman Trophy, Devonta Why Smith. The four, because one of the four, I don't know. Devonta yeah, okay, Smith. So Devonta Smith. Desmond that's Howard. One. That's two. One more for 20 points. You already got your 10. Who is the third wide receiver to win the Heisman Trophy? It's a very rare thing. Yes, it is a very, very rare thing. It's like the exact year, actually, Desmond Howard won it the exact year the Lions won a playoff game. So you've got the last two. Wide receivers that have won the Heisman Trophy. <laughs> this year's Devonta Smith. 1991, it was Desmond Howard. Man, I can't even think That's of another. Cl- 
Uh, Before Desmond Howard. Yeah. Like, uh, Eddie, is his name Eddie something? With an R? Yeah, there's a Johnny with an R from 1972. He, Johnny he was Ro- the guy that I, Roseal, I Roselle, Johnny. No, that's not who I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of a guy, Rosier, Rosier. No. No idea. All right, I'm I, I'm toast. All right. There was a guy in 1987 that I thought you would get. That's the. 87. Yep. Oh, Tim Brown. You got it, Tim Brown. Damn it. Yeah, I knew Tim Brown wanted for Notre Dame. Sure. Rocket Ishmael doesn't he count? He was a year later, but no, nah, he didn't. He, he was a finalist. I mean, he was definitely one of the. He didn't win it. No, nah, no, nah, he didn't win it. Oh well. There was a missile too. There was missile Ishmael. Yeah, he came later. Not yeah. as good. No. Not as good as the rocket. No. Uh, the other guy uh, from 1972 is Johnny Rogers. Oh, Johnny Rogers. College football at Nebraska? the University of Nebraska. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did know that, but I thought he was a running back, so I didn't know that. He was nicknamed the Jet. Johnny the Jet. And never played for the Jets. All right, that's a great one. Um, geography history, what do you say? Sure. All right, Nick. What African country is the world's largest producer of platinum and gold? Not records. The actual metals. Huh. I'll say... Jeez, I would have thought I would have known this for sure. And I don't. So I'm disappointed. And if I don't say this, I'll be mad if it's wrong. So I'll say South Africa. South Africa is the correct answer. Yes. Oof. Boy, I'm sneaking in a lot of these this week, Drew, where you got like me on it. stuff I'm not confident on, but get, get them right. So I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, this is one of uh, another one of your you know, questions you love here. Uh, something you're familiar with, but do you know, uh, you know where it is? So uh, famous ZZ Top song, LaGrange. Uh, love is LaGrange. a city in what state? LaGrange is a city in what state? I, I sort of know this. Um, I want to say it's, is it Oklahoma? Oh. Or, or, ten, or Tennessee? Think of the first, do you remember the first? Or Texas. It's Texas. It's Rumor Texas. spread around. And it's not Texas Oklahoma. Town. It's, yeah, that's right. About that shack yeah, yeah, yeah. outside the range. Range. Yeah, yeah. Ha, 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 ha. Whatever yeah, that it's means. It's about a, uh, I don't know, what's the nice word for, uh, uh, like, a, where does a madam work? What would you call that? Uh, a, a brothel. A brothel, thank you. Yeah, that's the pleasant it's way to say it. Where are you heading, yeah, sir? I'm heading to the brothel. It's about a brothel. That's on LaGrange. Can you drink that with the spoon? No. It's broth. Different word. Let's move on to another question. That's good, though. LaGrange, Texas. Yeah. There you go. Should have known that right off the bat. Uh, Luscious Turcanus Superbus was the last king of what city, Nick? 
right, say it again. Luscious, Tarcanius, super bus, like super bus. Spelled exactly like it sounds, super bus. Was the last king of a what city-state? I will say Sparta. Rome. What? Luscious Superbus was the last king of Rome. Wow. Yep. They had emperors. They had uh, Caesars. But uh, I, mean, I once took the time to read through every single emperor of Rome. Yeah, but these but were I before never, all the emperors. He I was the last I king. I never got so, Luscious Superbus. Luscious Superbus, 534 to 509 B.C., was the last king of Rome. Then Rome switched uh, forms of government. Became a republic. How about it? Luscious Superbus. If I had said true or false, Luscious Superbus was the last king of Rome. <laughs> I mean, right? <laughs> Wouldn't you think that name becomes more famous? Like, how yeah, great? Well, how great a I, band name? Into a, uh, I mean, I'm sure there's a movie about the uprising that led to the Roman Republic. So. I'm sure, but I, I also think like that should be a band name, like Luscious Superbus. Like, come on. Got a funk band named Luscious Superbus? I'm in. I wonder if super, like, does the word super come from it? Well, I think super is a is a Latin word, so you know his name right. means something. Okay, so there you go. Yep, superbus. I'm sure they. I'm sure it's Luscious Superbus, but I say Superbus. There you go. It's Superbus. Now, yeah, but now, it's spelled sure. Superbus. See, seeing it written down, right? Yeah. Okay. Superbus. Yeah, Luscious Tarcanius so, Superbus, Superbus probably means Superbus is probably super superb Latin for right. great, great, or something, right? You know? Yeah. Kicked ass. So yeah, Luscious, Luscious Superbus. The great. But Luscious Superbus would actually be funny because you mispronounce it on well, purpose. Well, that's a good name for a band. That yeah, that's what I just said. Impersonate the Beatles. You know. Yeah, right, right. Instead of Katu. Luscious Superbus. Uh, oh yeah, I'm going to see Luscious <laughs> Superbus tonight. What about Greta Van Fleet? No, no, no. They changed their name. They're Luscious Superbus now. Um, <clears throat> what do you have for me? And then we'll move on to entertainment. Did you tell what is it? Is Greta Van Fleet an actual person? Yes, it's an actual human being that they grew up with. Her name is Greta Van Fleet. Yes, Greta Van Fleet. Yep. She went to school with them or something. No, no, no. She's an old woman in their town. They used to mow her lawn for money. Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, All right. One more in uh, geography history. A lot of news coming out of Washington these days. Let's uh, look at this one here. Uh, What film? Includes an exact replica uh, of the newsroom for the Washington Post. What film includes an exact replica of the newsroom for the Washington Post? Okay, so um, is it the the movie where that guy yells uh, like... uh, uh, I'm mad as hell. I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. No, it's not that. Okay, so it's not newsroom. Right. Is it All the President's Men? You got it. 
all the president's men. Because that's the today. that's the Robert yeah. Redford one where they did the yes. Nixon, right? The Watergate. Thing, Watergate. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Bam. Yeah, I knew they, that. They went three and a half million dollars over budget on that film, but it was a huge success, and they made it all back. But they spent a half a million dollars, and this is back in the you know mid seventies yeah. or whatever. Sure. They spent a half a million dollars to re- create the exact replica of the Washington Post newsroom. Even so much as they t- took all the papers and and stuff, all the trash, and filled the room with all the trash from the Washington Post's uh, trash bins. So. Which truly makes no sense whatsoever when you think about the fact <laughs> that, that the general public has less than no, no idea what, what like. the Washington Post's newsroom <laughs> looks like. We want this to be historically accurate. Sir, no one will care. That, I think that one best picture, though, right? So... At the end of the day, it was worth it. Yeah, well, Redford, he's had a pretty good career, so clearly he's he's reasonable at knowing uh, what he's doing, it would seem. Um, all right, no more luscious Superbus questions. Superbus. Is Robert Redford the guy who did one too many movies? Is he the one I'm thinking of? What movie... I don't know. I can't. It's not jumping out at me, but I feel like one of those like great actors retired, like announced his retirement, but it was after like the worst movie of all time. No, like, no, oh, no. You're gonna quit on that one, but it wasn't Robert Redford. No, he and know. he's he's a very well known director too. Now he still works as a director. So, but no, I don't remember. You're talking like like it would be like Dustin Hoffman calling it quits after Ishtar. Yes, like, yeah. that's exactly what I mean. Hanging it, it was, up, it, like Charles Grodin. It's one like, of those guys who called it quits. Uh, is like it, Marlon is it Brando. Like Jack Nicholson after something? I'm trying to think. President Reagan, maybe? Didn't he, uh, didn't with the, bedtime with, the with Bonzo? <laughs> it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't yeah, that his last, last go-round was guest starring with a monkey? And he's like, you know what? I think it's time to do something different. I don't think I'm getting the respect as an actor that I once had. It's like, uh, well, Ron, in, in this one, you're going to be cast with a monkey. Oh. <laughs> okay, then. Um, all right. Ready for Oh, end- yeah, no, because Robert Redford was in Endgame. Avengers Endgame as Alexander Pierce. It's definitely not. Yeah, it's definitely not him. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. I don't know who I'm thinking of. Right, right. I don't remember people being like, you know, really jumped the shark, Redford. I don't, I don't think that's the case. I think he's kind of like. Yeah, it's not even a jump the shark. It's just that I just remember a uh, somebody retiring, and it was on, like, on the merits you... of a very bad <laughs> yes, show. Yes. I think it might have been. Uh, oh, I know who it was. It was uh, Connery. Didn't Sean Connery? That, maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. Do it like that's after awesome. after that. Uh, that, that ridiculous movie where they did like uh, like superhero like you know all the the queens it's, it's called like uh, King's Guard or something and it was like a sequel and he's like all right I'm done. Yep. This is That's like this is it. ridiculous. I can't do this. This is ridiculous. And the, the last movie he made was like an appearance in this. Absurd. That's a great get. That's a great get. That's. I'm sure that's who I was thinking of. That's yeah, I, I'm pretty sure we've talked about that story I, before. But it's yeah, like, that's yeah, what, I thought yeah, we had talked yeah, about yeah. it. But you, that, it wasn't. It's a case for wanting the, uh, to go early as opposed to late, for sure. Um, all right, I got a couple good entertainment questions for you, Nick. Uh, they're both true or false. Isn't that nice? Uh, true or false? Gilligan's Island only lasted six seasons. Uh. All right, so just 
real quick before we get to your question. It was the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. There you go. That's exactly That's right. It. That's exactly right. right. He's uh, like, I'm now, done, folks. This, now, this your question is uh, – no, let me get to your question. Sorry. True or false? Go Gilligan's ahead. Island only lasted six seasons. Oh, I see what you're trying to do to me there. I see what you're trying to do to me there. And a true or false when you're trying to go only on me. Now, this one I happen to have dead to, to the nuts because uh, Mary Ann just passed away. She did. Oh, well. And I heard somebody say, can you believe that show was only three seasons? And I'm like, there's no way that that show was three seasons because – I, I watched that show. Almost it felt like a thousand episodes of that show. I said, "There's at least a hundred. I said to myself, "There's at, yeah, least, at least 100, 100 episodes, episodes of that." There's no question. So I look it up. There's ninety nine episodes. Ninety nine. Yep. Ninety nine episodes. They never got to a hundred, but it was over the course of only three seasons. Correct. Yes. That is correct. So that is false. And yes, they, the only was there to very specifically <laughs> try to mess with you, uh, and and I I too. Did the deep dive, um, but they also made a movie um, afterwards, and they did a TV special with the Harlem Globetrotters, which of course it consisted of them making a coconut court, uh, the Globetrotters playing a game on the island, and then somehow exiting without taking their fucking friends. Yeah, with now them. I haven't seen that. I probably haven't watched that show since I was ten years old, and I loved it, but I haven't seen. I haven't watched it since. But even as a young child, it bothered me. That the entire Harlem Globetrotters could end up on that island, yet they couldn't get off. But the Harlem Globetrotters, like that, bothered me. I think that, that's the, where there was at least dark. a half a dozen times episode. where somebody um, could have gotten right, them off came, and didn't, and 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 they were all more maddening than the last, like the surfer that surfed in and then surfed home, the pilot. Who landed? I, I found those to be the most exciting episodes. When I, There's I, no actually, question, I, I liked those ones because you knew they weren't going to get off, and it was like, how are they going to do it this time? But when an entire basketball team finds its way on the island, yeah, but that was the movie. In, in fairness, so it had oh, already that was long. The, that yeah. was the movie. Yeah, yeah it had so, long okay. jumped the shark, and, and I do believe so, they were yeah. rescued at the end of that because part of what happens to Gilligan's Island, most people don't remember this in the TV movie, there is a whole sequence where they are rescued. And they're back home, and they don't like it, and and they lose. They're totally unable to get back into society, having been so long off. So they all collectively decide to go back to the island together. I don't, I'm telling you, I didn't stick around that long. I, well, that was I the think, that end of the movie. They the, got uh, rescued. Mister Howell's back, uh, being yeah. famous, and yeah. At the end of the day, it was kind of like uh, the the story was they they loved each other and the simplicity of what they had. And they didn't want to be back in regular society, so they moved back to the island together. It's a really interesting psychological dive into that. By the way, Mary Ann's character, do you know how she got on the island? Because she got shafted. Do I know how she got on the island? I thought they were all on a tour. About, I mean, yeah, so different... she's from Kansas, right? She was right. literally modeled that. after... Uh, Marianne, Marianne, uh, from Wizard of Oz, or from uh, Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz, right? She was okay. made to look like Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. Her backstory was that she was from Kansas. She won a radio contest for the three-hour tour. <laughs> was it a radio contest, and she was in Kansas? Yes. Wanted, or she was visiting LA She was in Kansas. Now, that's some contest. That's <laughs> what I'm saying, some contest. <laughs> you know Dawn Wells was a uh, pageant girl? I would believe it. She was awesome. 
She was the one I liked. Miss Miss Nevada. Yeah, I believe it. I I did like Ginger, too. I like them both. All right, well, answer the age-old question for us. Ginger or Marianne? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going Ginger. Ah, Marianne all the way. Not even close. I feel like I would. I, I feel like my history it would be a letdown if I didn't say Ginger. <laughs> Just with, my, with me specifically, uh, but now, now technically, like I put it this way: twenties me Ginger, today me Marianne all the way. How's that? that right. That's a fair I, answer, right? I always feel like it's one of those things where people are so one way or the other that it's like that's what makes it so such an interesting. Yeah, like I said, twenties me Ginger, today me Marianne. Has there ever has, has there ever been a, another one like that where we could like I, I guess you could say like Princess Kate or what's the new princess's name? Who are the two characters from uh, from uh, uh, from uh, Jughead and uh, Archie? Oh, <laughs> Betty and Veronica. Yeah, Veronica. Yeah. Yep. Well, there you go. So that's a that's a good one. That is a good one. Right. Even though they're cartoons. I guess Rachel in uh, they did do a they did do a movie, do a live a, uh, movie. Monica so. or Rachel? Yeah, Monica. Oh no, question. Rachel. I'm 100 percent Rachel. Phoebe, sorry, you don't even get consideration. You're not quite in that, <laughs> you're not quite in that <laughs> class yet. <laughs> I'm not even sure you're a good third prize, but you know. Um, yeah. Is there any others? Uh, Kate, uh, Kate or Allie? <laughs> No, nah, I don't think that Laverne works. Laverne or Shirley. Yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> nope. doesn't work. Absolutely not. Oh, uh, well, I mean, Janet or Chrissy. There you go. That's a good one. Or Chrissy or second Chrissy or third right. Chrissy. Right, right. Or, or, or their names. Cindy. Cindy's one of them. It was Chrissy, then Cindy, and then the third one was actually Terry. Cindy, Terry. Chrissy, Jeez, and Terry. done. Boom. I love nice. Terry. Please. Terry was a nurse. That was her backstory. But, uh, yeah, I think I would go, uh, who would you take out of those? Cindy, Chrissy, or Terry? That's a good one. Uh, Chrissy, it's not close for me. I mean, what, what's happened all these years after, I'm saying go back to go back to the early 80s. Yeah, Chrissy might be a dark horse, or, or, or uh, Cindy That's might be real, a dark Cindy's horse. Cindy's the real cheerful one. Yeah. It's like all in, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, 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 Chrissy <laughs> all the way. All right. That's definitively been settled. All right. What do you have for me in entertainment? <laughs> all right. Who was both a Charlie's Angel and a Bond girl? Who was both a Charlie's Angel and a Bond girl? Is it uh, the one that just passed away from that 70s show? Yes, exactly. Oh, God, yeah, I loved her. Uh, ta- uh, Tanya Robertson? Is that her name? Tanya Roberts. Tanya Roberts. Close enough. Tanya Roberts. She was Sheena Queen of the Jungle, Nick. Sheena, she was. Yeah, Sheena Queen of the Jungle might have been the first set of boobs I ever saw. I, I remember really? getting taken to that by a housekeeper who didn't just wasn't paying attention, just let me go to whatever movie I wanted. We're going to this one. And I remember being like, "Oh, she appears topless in that movie." Oh yeah, oh yeah. I thought that was a TV show. No, <laughs> no, sir, absolutely not. Yeah, Sheena, Queen of the. Do you know the backstory of Sheena, Queen of the Jungle? I assume is it got something to do with maybe Tarzan? Yeah, it's it's female Tarzan. It's a hundred. It's a hundred percent. It like in in the hills of Africa. Here's female Tarzan 
who happens to be just the fair-skinned white chick with blonde hair that you've ever seen who communicates with animals and bathes naked in the streams. I heard it was horrible. Uh, let me tell you something. You heard wrong, my friend. <laughs> because when you're nine and that's on, it's probably the greatest thing you've ever witnessed in your life. But yes, yes as far really as acting and everything that, else, it might have oh, been the worst worst acted see, she, movie uh, ever. So Charlie, well, she even said the director blew that movie. I think her words were like the director didn't know what he was doing or something along those lines. Um, but yeah, that was supposed to be her big breakout role after uh, Charlie's Angels, right? Well, let's see. Well, it certainly she broke something out. She was a kill in 85. I don't, I don't, I don't really an interesting career in the sense of I just don't know like who was managing her not doing a great job you go from Bond girl to like nothing until that 70s show how was that not a not a big in between there yeah there was like there was a lot of weirdness too when she died uh, I just heard this all yeah on they Stern. announced she was dead and then she wasn't then I, then I heard that right that she wasn't and then she and, was yeah also, rough way to go. Oh, yeah. UTI? Yeah, I didn't know you could die from that. No, I don't think anybody did. Especially not men. But, uh, yeah, that's... that's Especially... This is just a bad year. She wasn't all that old, and she was awesome in that 70s show. Yeah, she's 65. Wow, that is young. All right, uh, Nick, I have another true-false for you. True or false, Yoda and Miss Piggy are voiced by the same person. True. It is true. Frank Oz. Frank Oz does Miss Piggy. Isn't that ridiculous? Yep. He does, like, all the Muppet <laughs> characters. But, but the idea that he does Yoda and Miss Piggy crack me up because they almost sound alike, kind of, right? It's like a, a little more aggressive Miss Piggy turns into Yoda. Mm. You know, oh Kirby! Yeah, 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 you're right. You know, I'm trying try to picture what this Kirby. Like, right. Yeah, they, it is Kirby. This. I wonder if he modeled the one after the other. I don't know, but there's it's very weird to me. It's just yeah. like now I actually just picture Miss Piggy doing the Yoda stuff in you know in Dagobah. <laughs> just, the force be with you, Kirby. So yeah, what do you got uh, to end Quizzo's first? The season five, by the way, we're giving you seventy-five minutes here of trivia goodness, folks. Longest podcast may have ever done. This might be a record, Nick. Might be a record. All right, so uh, I'm going to play a little. Who am I? And I'm going to have uh, three clues, each Who a little bit more telling I? than the next. And your job is to tell me what celebrity. What okay? celebrity am I? My One. parents. My parents are named. Dr. Catherine Hayward and David Thomas Jr. I was born to a Dr. Catherine Hayward and David Thomas Jr. If you want the next clue, I can yeah, I would say let's let's keep going because right, that... so my parents are Catherine Hayward, David Thomas. I was born in Boston, went to Cambridge High School in Weston, Massachusetts. And attended college at NYU. Okay. Keep going. Boston, NYU. Okay. Yeah, keep going. I got nothing so far. All right. I'm of English 
Irish, French Canadian, German, and Slovak descent. That's all. English, Irish, French Canadian, German, and Slovak descent. I don't even know if this is a man or a woman. That's where I'm at with this question. Your last clue. I became most famous for being on the Today Show and saying, how you say cucumber? (laughs) 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 Ilaria Ibolduina. Ilaria Ibolduina. I believe you're trying to get me with a question I I alerted you to. This is not the greatest oh, story. Oh, I mean, of I figured for I figured for you, this would be up there with possibly the greatest piece of definitive proof of your theory. I've been on here for I've been on here for five seasons <laughs> telling people Alec, how unauthentic Alec Baldwin this is. Guy is, and we find out his wife is not even Spanish. <laughs> oh no, no, she became Spanish by going to Malarca frequently. Haven't you she heard? To- wait, wait, wait. Lady, you spent the first 21 years of your life in America and you put on a thick Wait, no. Spanish accent because you took a couple of vacations to Majorca? Her parents moved to Majorca in 2011. They My parents are now leaving Majorca. Years, she's 37 years old. Ease. She My was very new big family. Moved. She married Alec Baldwin in Nick, I, I would like to Whoa. announce that I now identify as a llama. And I would like all of the rights bestowed on me as a llama. Can we, can we just say for certain we know these are the two most disingenuous uh, people on the planet? And I've been saying it for years. That yeah. was like, talk about, <laughs> oh my God, you're Yo, I know who's going right? to love this. She's, her name is Hillary Hayward Thomas. <laughs> She's Hilaria. How you call this a cucumber? Western Mass. And then they even said her NYU, she was a ballroom dancer at NYU or like had a ball. She was on a ballroom dancing team. Her ballroom dancing partner was like, yeah, we knew her as Hillary. I don't know about this. No, Hilaria nonsense. She changed her name to Hilaria. Hilaria. Everything about me is Spanish. How do you say? How do you say cucumber? How do you say Cucumber. What a phony. How you uh, say cucumber? That's about as embarrassing as, I, I mean, uh, the guy who was what, What's even, what's, what's, what's actually the funniest part about that is, you know who outed her? Alec Baldwin's stalker. Yeah. <laughs> the woman who has a restraining order against her. She's the one that outed her. Your wife's a fake Alec Baldwin. Well, she actually spent time in jail, that girl. Yeah, for I know. Stalking him. Yeah, they actually, like, pressed charges on her. I would, too. Her just based on her taste alone. Like, I mean, you know what I mean? I'd be sympathetic if it wasn't, like, your lady. Clearly, you're you out of your mind. Cucumber t-shirt. How you'll say cucumber? Question mark? And you should put a question mark with a little accent over the question mark, which isn't even a thing, but that'll be funny. And the greatest is that they called her out on it, and she said, uh, yeah, like I was nervous. I, I forgot the word for cucumber. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> yeah, she was nervous. How you say On cucumber? The show, she was nervous, so she forgot the word cucumber. 
No, she was trying to be Spanish. <laughs> she is white and English. Playing a character. She's a phony. Her husband's a phony. All that. Ugh. It's just, it's six kids. Can you imagine to, he woke up? He's like, you're not even Spanish. You're just you're Hillary I Thomas. I noticed his buddy Stern, though, didn't mention it on the show oh. on Monday. <laughs> no I'm kidding. For sure. We would get to the bottom of it. Yeah, we thought we would, too. But uh, I, I could tell you that after speaking to various members of Stern staff, that was not happening based on <laughs> no. relationships. No, That's not. Yeah. The next time he appears, I'm sure he'll breeze over it with some conjecture and nonsense you know but well, look, I love, if, the other thing i love was she goes because she, she said she said in the past she said she was spanish in the past and all this stuff and then when she said well my background has many different uh you know you just you just listed all of them none of them yeah, are spanish right. english irish french canadian german and slovak those are your those are your at no point no you have no spa- you have almost everything in europe except for spain but Spanish. Yeah, I mean, literally, it's like, Nick, if I started coming in and being like, yeah, I'm Chilean and giving you like a Spanish accent tomorrow. You know what I mean? No, my name is Andre. My name is Andres. From now on, you will address me as Andres. How do you say uh, spinach? <laughs> how you say sp- how you how you say podcast? <laughs> oh, that's. That's fantastic. All right. Well, Nick, I I honestly don't know that we could top uh, that conversation with with anything relevant. Uh, So uh, I guess we will uh, we will end. We'll end the quiz of trivia. I was trying to find the right outro song. I think I just did. All right. That's another episode in uh, the books. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. I could do that. Really? Well, yes. As a journalist, I should get to know the city that I'm covering. But this is not a date. No, of course not. Strictly professional. Wonderful. Great. <laughs> so I pick you up 8 o'clock? Mm. 9. <laughs> Downstairs. Mr. Bergen, you have a massive erection. Really? Yes, I do. Um, I'm sorry. It's, it's the pleats. It's, it's actually an optical illusion. It's the pattern on the pants. It's not fl- flattering. The crotchal region. I'm actually taking them back right now. I'm taking them back to 